is Brooke, Taurus, Pisces, Gemini. My name is Brittany, Sagittarius, Libra, Gemini. And this is Gemidike Rising. Rising. <laughs> it was so good again. That was so good. <laughs> I really dug that. Hi, Brooke. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Brittany? <sighs> Honestly, just thriving. <laughs> I'm in it. a really good mood today. Good. I am also in a really good mood today. I, uh, I've had a lot of coffee, but, you know, I don't know if that made it a better day. <laughs> what is your idea of a lot of coffee? Because I'm like a t- I'm like a two, two and a half cups in the morning. Yeah, it's like I'm definitely two. I'm already at like two cups, but it's like I also am taking like stimulants, you know, for my like very severe ADD. Yeah. <laughs> And you should not do that. Oh, are you not supposed to have caffeine whenever you're on stimulants? At least me. Okay. It's a personal. personal. Me personally. It's a personal thing. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're vibing. Oh, I'm feeling great. I'm vibing. (laughs) And we look so cute. We do. For those of you who can see us, big fan of ACDC I am. I don't think I can name one ACDC song. I'm thinking now it's like I was about to name ACDC songs and then I realized they were all Kiss songs. And I'm like, wait, (laughs) maybe I don't. Questioning your whole uh, musical knowledge. I mean, Uh, I can't say that I know a lot about (laughs) ACDC. We will uh, actually get into maybe your musical knowledge later with a story about our trip to LA. But until oh then, we'll put a pin in that. Um, uh, welcome everyone to uh, Gemma Dyke Rising. Uh, this is a queer astrology podcast and this is our first little ep- little baby episode. Be gentle. Be gentle with us. <laughs> um, be tender. Yeah, be tender. I mean, if you have it like in your chart to be tender, you know, if not, I'm going to, I'm not going to ask you to go against yourself you know i feel like our cancer babes will be uh kind to us well depends on uh <laughs> how much cancer slander there is throughout the episode i will not i would ne. i would never slander a cancer <laughs> i don't have it in me i'm just too sweet i'm just a little libra moon i'm just a little libra moon Damn it. <laughs> um so we wanted to kind of come off the top and uh, talk a little bit about why we wanted to start this podcast. Yeah, we well, for me personally, I can't go through a conversation without talking about astrology these days. Like I am that person. I cannot help it. I work at like a very blue collar job and I'm still just like asking all of these milk toast dudes their signs like all day. Do they know theirs pretty quickly? At least their son. They knew their son. Yeah, most of them. Mm hmm. They all also like identify it with a lot. Well, also too, like just a disclaimer, we are not professionals at all. We are not professional astrologers. We are making like gross generalizations. Yeah. Broad strokes. I think that that is um, fair. And if it upsets you, please know that we are also making fun of ourselves. Yeah. And if you feel truly targeted by whatever uh, sign slander (laughs) we are putting out there, um, that's probably something you should look into. (laughs) It's not our problem. I'm just kidding. Um, It's all in fun. We, we, we are here to poke fun at ourselves at you a little bit, but it's all in, it's all in good fun. We're all figuring out this thing together. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been like studying it like really 
it's like it's been consuming my life for the past you know year and a half two years just kind of like everyone and you know we just want to get down get some answers that's kind of what it is for me too like it it just gives me answers. I do compartmentalize a lot and it helps me make sense of the things around me that I need answers to. Totally. Well, and you can like attach your behavior to any of these planets or any of these signs and like keep them in check. Any of my placements and I'm like, okay, that you're being a little too much fucking Aries aries mercury right mm-hmm. now like we need to take it back a step. Yeah. Get that Taurus back in there. Yeah. Get, get that get that Pisces back in there. Yeah. Yes. What, which one of your signs is like kind of the the one that brings it all back? The one that's like, all right, rein it in. You know, I feel like like with my big three specifically. I mean, it can be anywhere. I think that uh, I would probably say my my Libra moon. I think my Libra mm. moon. Well, <laughs> no. Uh, no. Well, the indecisiveness is coming through. So actually, I want to go ahead and change it to my Gemini Gemini rising. Yeah. I think that it 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 really does like look at both sides of things. Yeah. It is fair in that way. Mm-hmm. It likes to see um, a situation or like an experience from every angle possible. Yeah. And I think that that keeps me really balanced because my Sagittarius is often very uh, defensive, very fiery. And then my Libra is like a soft little marshmallow that's like, I'm in pain. <laughs> and then um, my Gemini kind of uh, makes sure that like it, it, it comforts my Libra saying you are safe your feelings are valid. This is what's going on. And then my, you know, it t- tells my Sagittarius like, Hey, can you cool it? You're freaking everyone out right now. I would, Let's bring it back. <laughs> I would definitely say Gemini rising, at least my Gemini rising does not operate. It is not telling anyone necessarily like, there's no, there's no, there's no, com- no, I mean, it is like observant and it's like, it does help me see the parts of myself where I can at least understand and recognize, Oh, you are doing the most right now, or Mm -hmm. you're not doing enough. You know, (sighs) Gemini's do do that. (laughs) They do do. They do do that. They're like, they are either doing the most or absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, but I feel like at least with my big three, it really like keeps me in check. What about you? What, what do you think? Oh God, that fixed earth, baby, that Taurus sun, baby. Oh my God. I think so often Mm -hmm. what I would be like without fixed earth, Mm -hmm. just kind of like in that ego placement in the sun placement, Mm -hmm. my Pisces moon, Mm -hmm. my Gemini rising, bitch. (laughs) What is that? Deranged. 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 Feral. Yeah. A little feral. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely just delusional. Just, no, thank God. Is it like a delusional ego thing or a delusional emotional thing? All of it. <laughs> yes. Everything. The answer yeah. is yes. <laughs> answer is absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, ooh, thank you. Thank you, Taurus, Taurus son. Do you think your Taurus son um, the question you just asked about it, like reining everybody in, do you think that's like your favorite placement then because it like keeps everybody in check? No, I would say my favorite placement is, is probably my Gemini rising. Honestly, who doesn't love a little chaos? Who doesn't love a little chaos? A little bit for a treat. You know, I like that, uh, you know, I kind of navigate the world Mm -hmm. like 
through a lens of being just like very observant you know what I mean curious I like I like being able to see both sides of things you know or at least for a moment understand it's like Gemini is almost weirdly empathetic but like from a like place of the brain you know from a place of the brain yeah and like my Pisces ass is like empathetic from the place of everything else yeah everything else yeah I feel like my Sag son is empathetic in like a really philosophical way in like a trying to make it all make sense kind Mm -hmm. of way and like my Gemini rising and my Sagittarius son are just like my my big three are in a thruple I'm convinced (laughs) (laughs) yes are they uh are they a closed triad or? <laughs> yes, they're all very possessive of one another. Oh, love that. <laughs> we love possessive. No, we don't. Um, but yeah, my my big three are, I think my big three are so cute. Yeah, same. Yeah, yours are cute. Mine are also cute. Yours are also cute. Yours are cute. If you, Are yours on a throuple? No, mine are not in a thruple. Mine is like the two bratty, like younger siblings, like causing a mess. And then like the older one that's like in high school, like working a job, like literally just wants to like go to school, go to work, like scroll on TikTok (laughs) and like not have everything be crazy when they get back home, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Your Taurus is telling your... Pisces and Gemini to get the chicken out of the fr- the freezer so yeah. I can thaw in time. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Yes. <laughs> that makes me so happy. So we've kind of touched on our charts a little bit. Should we talk about our origin story yet? Where it all began? Where it all began. I <laughs> I feel like I'm going to spiral with this story. I feel like you might tell it a little bit more <laughs> condensed. Do you want to... Do you want to... Should we tell both of our versions and see just what lines oh up? <laughs> yeah. Um, but our origin story, we met through a mutual friend on like Christmas or Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Brittany was living out of the state at the time um, and was just visiting back home. Was flirting with me. Start to finish. Didn't notice it. <laughs> I like said to our mutual friend after I was like, man, like Brittany was really cool. Like be cool. Like I wish she was like gay. And he was like, she is very openly bisexual and was flirting with you the entire time Mm -hmm. i'm like oh very good uh and i also had a conversation with him after brooke left and the same words were spoken between us um so we were both just flirting our asses off with each other Mm -hmm. thinking that neither of us were gay when in fact we're both so gay we're both very very (laughs) Very gay. Very gay. Um, Very gay. And then the next time we came in contact with each other, uh, because we didn't exchange numbers, we didn't exchange socials or anything. Yeah. Probably a year and a half later, I moved back to Kansas City and I am at an open mic that a man I met on Tinder invited himself to for what he thought was a great date. He thought in his brain... That's a that's a fun date to go to this woman's open mic and watch her perform. It was not a good date. <laughs> he was a very nice person, but it was just I was not vibing. And um, I saw Brooke from across the way, and I didn't realize that that was the same person from Christmas Eve. So we reintroduced each other. Well, I reintroduced myself to you. And while this man was sitting at the table, I asked for your number in front of him. <laughs> 
Yeah, got those digits in front of that dude. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he inserted himself in a situation that he had no business being in. You can't. That is not my idea of a date. Yeah, you can't curb no. what's going on. Uh, an open, a comedy open mic is like running an errand to me. Have you ever had to like go to Ace Hardware for like a bracket or like light bulbs? Like that's not a date. You're not going to invite yourself to an open mic and call it a date. Like I am running errands. I am picking up prescriptions. Like, what are you doing? Like you take me out to dinner. Oh my God. I take love me that to a show. He's like, but the show's right here. <laughs> no, it's not. These are this is these are deranged people talking talking about their issues into a microphone. This is therapy. You're <laughs> viewing my therapy session for a date. Yeah. So I asked for your number. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like the say I love that you compared doing comedy to like running an errand. Like <laughs> I just love that that's like the space in your brain where that lives, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it would be like showing up to someone's job. Like, for a first, like, yeah, like, yeah. What if I worked at a coffee shop? Yeah, you'd Would, be like, yeah. Let me go to your job while you're making drinks. And yeah, consider that a date. Yeah, I'm gonna order an iced americano and just sit and wait and watch you fucking froth. You know, milk. <laughs> I knew. He's that. like, there's gonna be so much froth. <laughs> no, you got non dairy back there. Um, yeah, it was just not. It was not it. And we dated. We did. <laughs> we did. Very briefly. Very briefly. It was very fun. Very fun. We did in like true uh, Dyke fashion go on a trip together <laughs> after. Uh, I don't know why we didn't kiss on the trip. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't. Ridiculous. And just hoofed it on that whole trip, just walking. And I remember like being so violently high with you in Los Angeles, walking around and just not talking for the miles. Whole time, <laughs> the whole time, just silent. Silent. Just stomping the pavement, hitting pavement. Booking it. Yeah. Riding the bus. Mm -hmm. We were gonna get a rental, rental car and it was a total nightmare. And we were so glad because the driving still was so crazy. Happy. Yeah. I'm still so happy we never got a rental car because the horror stories that I've heard of people renting cars and not getting the insurance for it and then having to pay thousands of dollars. No, thank you. Yeah. Plus, we once we got the hang of the trains and everything, and we, the were, buses. we were crushing it. It was yeah. such a fun gay trip. It was. We did the gayest stuff on it. Yeah, it was. Besides kiss each other. <laughs> yeah, we went to the Museum of Death. <laughs> yes. We tried to. Which uh, was a lot. Yeah. I don't get easily like mm -hmm. freaked out, grossed out, whatever. Uh, there were definitely some moments where I was like, I, I really could have lived my entire life without knowing that. And it would still be like good. Not only not knowing that that happened, but seeing images. Yeah. It was intense, but it was very cool. It was very cool. But then we also tried to go to drag brunch. <laughs> it was... It was at a Hamburger Mary's. Yeah. And I was like. In West Hollywood. In West Hollywood. Because we're a couple of fucking Midwest <laughs> country fucking bumpkins. I want to go to Hamburger Mary's in West Hollywood. I remember. I I've heard of them before. <laughs> Let's go do it. Let's go check it out. And they were going to put us in the back corner, like next to the bus tubs. I said, no, yeah, we are like, getting out of here. Squeeze between the bus tubs and the ATM. Like, and we had a reservation. Like. <laughs> It was for uh, like all white gay men to the front and yeah. you lesbians can sit in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah. I've heard I've heard I've heard that you lesbians don't tip. You are sitting in the back. We yeah. tipped. Oh my god, absolutely. And lesbians, I don't think anyone thinks lesbians don't tip. You don't think so? I've never heard that. Okay. Is that lesbian slander I'm unaware <laughs> of? Um, I've had some very shitty tips from from lesbians before, but that's okay. Yeah. People can just be generally bad tippers. Maybe yeah. it's not a lesbian thing. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe it's like thought they didn't have a shot with you. So they were like, fuck off. That's like gross though. I don't think lesbians would do that either. I don't think so. I mean, some would. I mean, we would have, regardless, we would have tipped fat. We did go to a very cool drag show. Oh yeah, that was incredible. It was like Latin goth and uh, just had all of these different like alternative like performers and goth performers and DJs and acts. And it was really, really beautiful. Who was the head, I mean, quote unquote headliner from Dragula? Adora or Abora, Adora. (laughs) I'm a fucking Libra. Oh my God. (laughs) Abora, yes. Um, Who was on stilts and climbed down the stairs and you didn't even know that they were on stilts until they were like, clomping down the stairs going through the crowd smash the disco ball swung it in the air and it was swinging and then it crashed to the ground and everybody went it was bananas. huge just like going through the crowd on these fucking stilts it was insane their claws. there was this performer named dusk and their their set was just like amazing like just so beautiful <sighs> and yeah it was a really incredible that experience. was one of the best shows definitely drag shows I've absolutely it was awesome it was so nice. And it was so nice to just not like it be a bunch of all like white fucking queers, you know? 100%. And not in like a quote unquote drag setting. You know what I yeah. mean? It was like, I think just a bar. And yeah. they were like, yeah, you can do that here. Yeah. Which I dug. Totally. And then we did karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> what did you sing? Did you sing Barracuda? I think I did sing Barracuda. I sang something, but I was like, we were waiting in that line for so long and I was so stoned and my voice was out at the end and it was... That was such a fun trip. It was such a fun trip. We were like so high. It was so upsetting. We went to this like um, punk rock bar where they were doing like punk rock bingo the that first night. night. We were there. We went to the dispensary and you got a black mamba. Yeah. And we smoked a third of it. Yeah. It was a pre-roll like coated in wax and then rolled in keef. Horrible. They're doing punk rock bingo. First night there. We are blitzed out of our freaking skulls. And Brittany is sitting there. Bless her heart. Just like nodding just nodding as i'm like listing off like really unintelligible like punk facts <laughs> and like not even facts actually it was the more just like <laughs> it was literally just like naming mm-hmm. bands and in my brain there was like a pathway <laughs> it didn't exist and i was just like proud of my friend that she knew like so much you know <laughs> yeah it was ridiculous. It was a very fun trip, though. It was definitely a super fun trip. Um, but but all this to say, uh, what is the pipeline between gay people who once dated running on a, a gay astrology podcast together? Yeah, I think it's a pretty direct track. Yes. I think it is. Yeah. Um, we were going to either start a community garden together or yeah. get, start a gay astrology podcast. Yeah. yeah. A few more years and it'll be a metaphysical store. Um, what's up <laughs> who will yeah. house our wares <laughs> but yeah so we just uh, we decided to do this day. we 
juggled around a lot of ideas for the podcast and a lot of names for the podcast. But we landed on Gemadike Rising. You came up with Gemadike Rising. Yeah. Because we are both Gemini, Gemini Risings. Risings. And we're both. Say it together. <laughs> Dikes. <laughs> yeah, totally. We did it. Yeah, I mean, it was such a, it just like came to me and it was such a good name. I'm like, well, damn, now we have to do it. And it has to be astrology. Yeah, and gay. And gay, and which gay. is without saying. Absolutely. Well, and you know, we like to talk. We like to learn new things. We want to have, you know, just things that are important to us and topics and, mm-hmm. you know, just coming at it from an angle of like being queer, uh-huh. you know? And what that experience is and with just through a lens of astrology. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, we plan on having a topic every week. We plan on having guests and we plan on doing some segments uh, like our first segment called Celestial Celestians. Celestial Celestians, where we just read some hot dyke celeb (laughs) Uh, they might not be hot. They might be. There might be some questionable celebs <laughs> in there as well. I'm just, excited for the unlikable ones, like yeah. kind of the queers that we don't really like. We yeah. all have them. Yeah, I need to see Ellen's chart. Just, yeah. I bet there is a lot of Capricorn. I get Capricorn vibes from her. That might just be because she's a bitch. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. There will be. I'll be I'll be good about not slandering Capricorns. I love a Capricorn. I have so many Capricorn placements. You would think I would like Capricorns, but um, they are my Capricorn placements are responsible for me being a very poor communicator. So I have some issues that I need to work out with myself <sighs> before I like Capricorns. <laughs> I'm admitting that I'm being vulnerable. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say Capricorns are bad communicators, you know, but it does make, there's like this austere nature of, you know, just spit it out. (laughs) I think that's why you're Libra, bitch. (laughs) You think so? You're running away from it. Yeah. Oh, I am avoidant. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. You're like, I just want things to be like fine. I just want things to be fine and harmonious and like. Here, this is what fucking happens, okay? My Sagittarius son gets all bent out of shape, and I go, and I blurt out what's been bothering me for months, and then I get my space, and I calm down, and I'm calm because I finally verbalized it, and then I come back to whoever I had an issue with, and I'm like, so we're good, right? And they're like, no, you were mean. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I was just telling you how I feel. <laughs> um, So that's an issue. But... <laughs> Uh, that's what I mean by we're just going to be like reading ourselves. Like yeah. whenever we're going over our charts, like we're here to talk about like the good, the bad and the ugly Yeah, because it's each sign has those parts to them. Yeah. There's a shadow side to every sign. And I think like really powerful placements are also the most troubling, like troublesome fucking placements. Um, what would you, what is your most troubling placement? Which planet is communication again? Because I think it is my Mercury, my Mercury, my Capricorn yeah. Mercury. Mm. I think that's it. Because it's it's bad. Yeah. I'm really trying to work on it. I'm really trying to work on being transparent and like not letting intrusive thoughts like dominate my whole perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, that way, you know, I don't get all worked up. But like, yeah, ver- being able to like verbalize those things because whenever you're afraid to like 
set boundaries or express like where your head's at and you've been so conditioned your whole life to be like, it's fine. It'll pass. Everything will be fine. You'll get through it. And then like you finally get to that point where you're like, I'm going to cry. I'm going to become a puddle. (laughs) And then you like explode. That's like an issue. Yeah. That's probably my worst. Yeah. I would also attribute that to your Libra moon. (laughs) It'll be fine. It'll be fine. No boundaries. It'll be fine. Everybody Uh, loves Libras. And the fact that you're slamming my Libra moon, I'm like, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Who hurt you? Oh my God. (laughs) Well, it's really just like, that's Libras. That's what their whole thing is. It's they want to be, uh, they'll they'll often move their own boundaries for others. Okay. You know what I mean? Capricorn's like Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, baby. Mm-hmm. Boundaries. Yeah. Like boundaries. Okay. Absolutely. But you also are like good with boundaries in terms of like communicating, maybe not with like your loved ones mm-hmm. or like people with like emotional attachment. Yeah. But I've definitely like seen you put some people in their place for coming at you incorrect. That is my Sagittarius son saying we will not be tolerating. I think that. it's a combo with that so? and the okay. cap Merc. I, I see it. I okay. see it. I trust you. <laughs> I believe you. It's all of it. That's the whole thing is they all work together too. And like, I know. and like, they're all trying to work together. Like it yeah. is like, like your whole chart is like seven strangers live in a house. Like it's like the real world. You know what I mean? Like yeah, let's totally. get them all to work together to like, for the common goal of being a hot on TV. <laughs> I would do anything to have my job be hot on TV. I would do anything. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like what it reminds me of is just like every, like it's like a little chart co-op. Like everybody's got their little job and their duty and they're trying to like get it, getting it to work. Yeah, totally. We should look at your chart. You are, would you like to be our first celestial celestian? I do. Yes. Okay. Perfect. I'd love to come first. <laughs> Yep. Brick loved that. I don't know if you can see or hear that, but uh, <laughs> Brick loved that. <laughs> hey, you know, you like what you like. You want what you want. I do. Yeah. You know, just get it, get it out there. <laughs> when you okay, first off, when you look at my chart, like, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Are you what what jumps out at you first? Well, you have like a ton of planets in your eighth house and your sun and your Venus are in your seventh house. You are a like romantic little sexy ass little bitch. (laughs) I am. Yeah. Yes. That's the first thing. It's just like, Oh, Uh, and what's a lot? Like how many planets do I have? I mean, a stellium is like three or more planets. Some Mm -hmm. people will say four, but like three or more planets. And that's, you know, just going to be more impactful. But I mean, your sun and your Venus are in your seventh house and like the sun and Venus, like those personal planets mm-hmm. are going to like affect you more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're going to hold a little more weight. So it's, you do have like strong seventh house emphasis. Yeah. Uh, you also, I love this. I love this for you. You also have a Gemini Mars in your first house. That's like, at the core of who you are, mm-hmm. what your whole deal is. Do you think that's why I'm so attracted to Gemini's? Yeah. I like so much. So like in the past two years, I've almost exclusive. Ex- well, actually in the past six years, I've almost exclusively dated cancers or Gemini's. Yeah. Yeah. It also, uh, Gemini Mars like says to me very much, bisexual switch <laughs> which you exa- you are the epitome of maniacal laughter yeah <laughs> yeah same with that sag venus it's mm-hmm. all of that 
it's the, those are working together. I uh, want it all. Yes. I want it all. I have to experience it all. I have stories to tell. I want perspective. <laughs> I want like, and that's what I love. Yeah. It's so funny. You were talking about uh, how you have a hard time communicating. Your moon is square. Your Mercury though. So those planets were a square means something that is like not harmonious mm -hmm. and your little Libra moon. That's her only fucking goal. I know. So yeah, like what you say and like what you feel, there is definite like tension there. But, you know, at least you have that Gemini rising. There's still like mm. a part of you that like wants to communicate. I have you know? to be understood. I'm here yeah. to be known. Like totally. Yeah, absolutely. That sun in the. Uh, yeah, that sun in the seventh house, like one on one relationships is like very important to you and like very nourishing to you. Being yeah, like having that one on one connection with somebody on any like level, whether it be work, yeah, you know, romantic, yeah, you know, platonic. I being understood and being known is like so important to me in any confrontation or like problem, even if you know, like I'm quote unquote in the wrong, like I just want to be known and understood and whenever and I feel most helpless and most lost whenever I'm not understood totally. you know what I mean totally well and it's so funny too because so much of what you do is in it is in one-on-one -on -one relationships like our podcast uh -huh. you do a comedy open mic with one other person yeah. as a host you're you work with like directly a boss mm -hmm. you know one boss and that's like all you work with uh -huh. you know that's like very you know a part of your whole thing even and then in addition to like romantic obviously I yeah I'm a little mon monogamous baby <laughs> <You're> monogamous <laughs> little baby. monogamous baby um it, it that dynamic really works well for me and any I like working no I don't I don't like working in groups it feels overwhelming to me I um work really well with structure mm -hmm. if I were to work in a group and somebody would be like you know uh, delegate tasks I'm on board but if there's any I feel like in larger groups, it's harder for you to like know your place, know yeah. your job and your duty. And that's where it gets a little lost for me. Totally. I have a, an 11th house stellium. Uh, so mine is very much collaborative efforts is like the best thing for me. Like I like groups. I like working with a lot of people. Yeah. You know, I like just being able to spread, spread my little yeah. web. I'm definitely a more the merrier type person. Yeah. Like I love people, but in trying to get something done, done, trying to like accomplish something, it can feel overwhelming to me mm -hmm. to work with a lot of people. Definitely. Well, that Mars in the first house is also like, you are very much about yourself and like, you're just like, I will like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to get the thing done. I can. Yeah. If a force comes to worse, I can do it myself. Yeah. Let's see Ugh, that moon in the fifth. That moon in the fifth. Tell me. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, the fifth house is the house of fun, creativity, like romantic relationships, but more like flings, like mm -hmm. the fun, like not serious, mm -hmm. you know, uh, moon in the fifth. That is like where your heart is. You know, that is mm -hmm. like your whole Libra as, as both of us being Gemini risings, mm -hmm. we both have Libra in the fifth. And man, that is a flirtatious place like that's it that's flirtatious I say this to people like whenever I go up on stage and to do like a set every like of course I want to be funny but 
a huge chunk of it is wanting to be liked. Yeah. Like uh, whenever I go up on stage, I want you to think I'm cool. I want you to think I'm cool and that you want me to be your best friend or that you have a crush on me. Yeah. And that is Libra as fuck. Yeah, totally. Which is so dumb. You when you want to go up stage like up on stage to be funny and and entertaining but I kind of confuse the two and I'm like you know what if they think I'm hot and want to be my friend like they'll nap they'll they'll think I'm funny yeah (laughs) totally man that's yeah that that's very Libra and that's very very Libra and Gemini I have some of that too I think we have like kind of the issue like really just any like Virgo Gemini any kind of Mercury rising Mm -hmm. it's like you have to feel like you're the smartest person in the room yes it's insufferable. It's like it's like you're always on coke. Yeah. You know? Well, no. But <laughs> Well, when I'm on coke, I want to be like the the smartest, most entertaining person in the room. Uh yeah. That, I got, I got a response for everything. I got a story for everything. Uh, no. And yeah, that's insufferable. No, no, no. Me on a cocaine is really just like uh my Pisces mar or my Pisces freaking moon just going insane uh-huh. and then the gemini just spitting it out like so fast just like i am taking you on a long-winded journey bitch like suit up pack up bring a water bottle snacks like mm-hmm. you're coming you know <laughs> i got this yeah that's so cute that's that's that uh but i definitely do want to just like be uh like the smartest and mm-hmm. you know and well and you know, Gemini's, they are arguably the class clan of the Zodiac. Oh, yeah. That and Sagitt- I mean, them and Sagittarius, TBH. Yeah. They like, are the funniest. Yeah. Oh, my God. Absolutely. And a Pisces. A Pisces is very funny. Yeah. Goofy. Goof. Goof. <laughs> goof the goof troop. troop with those three. Yes. <laughs> The goof troop with those three. Absolutely. Well, the thing, oh God, Gemini rising. It, it is my favorite placement. Uh-huh. It is also like, God damn it. You know, uh-huh. it is also God damn it. Cause it's like, you want to be the smartest person in the room. You want all that, but you're not, there's no chance that you are. But I feel like with Gemini's, they do like, they also want to learn. They're down to learn oh, yeah. here. And like, they want Gemini will always be down to like sit and hear something yeah. and like learn something new totally. so that they can have it in their arsenal absolutely. in the future to bring out at parties. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like starting a conversation with anyone is super easy. Mm-hmm. Super easy. Yeah. What is your favorite placement? Of mine? Yeah. My Sagittarius son. Would be. I just think that like Sagittarius, like even when, even though we get, Painted in this corner of being like harsh and we can be mean and blah, blah, blah. And flighty. A little flighty. Um, I feel like it is like the purest of all my, like, I feel like the Sagittarius, like Sagittarius, I just love that. Like they're the philosophers, you know, like they want to, their end goal is just to like understand. Yeah. Like, they're truth seekers. Know and be known. Yeah. And I think that that's so admirable and like that they are always down to hang and like down for the party and they can they can be very good listeners and mm. hearing out a friend. I think that that's really admirable and I love that about myself. Yeah. 
No, that is really admirable. And they're goofs, and I love that. They are goofs. They are goofs, goofs, goofs. 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 <laughs> what What's your favorite? I think, like I said, my Gemini Rising. I just didn't ask you earlier. That's okay. But yeah, I really like it. I do like that Pisces moon, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets me in the most trouble, uh, definitely, but... Why do you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Emotion. Emotion. Yeah, uh... Also, like I said, just delusional. Just like <laughs> there are so many times during the day that I have to literally say, like, I'll have a thought. I'll be like, no, what? That's that's madness. Like, I literally say, like, that's madness <laughs> to myself. And stop yourself. So often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you feel about placements when somebody's like, oh, I, I love Gemini women, but I just like cannot stand Gemini men. Well, do you, what do you think about that? I I don't like it. I don't like a, how gendered it mm-hmm. is in general, like that already feels weird to me. I do think that there is something to say about especially just like cis straight, like white dudes who, you know, their their entitlement mm-hmm. and like their way of navigating the world um, is just like so from a place of like, yeah, like it's just so from a place of privilege that it just manifests itself in different way. Those shadow sides like come out more. Sure. You know what I mean? And like, and I think that goes across the board with any place of privilege. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't, it really doesn't contribute to your healing. It really doesn't contribute to like your inner progress. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What about when people say, Oh no, I'm a, I'm a December Sagittarius, not a November Sagittarius. What about like between months? What do you think about that? I think between months is like kind of, I, I, I always get it cause there's a thing called decans mm-hmm. and like based on what, uh, degree, like your son, you know, your sign is at, uh, or your planet is at within a sign. It's like split up into like subcategories sure. almost based on element. And so based on the degree it's it's less about what time in the year and more like what space within the sign if that makes sense is it the first second or third that kind of butter on my brain like that <laughs> like my brain is toast you just buttered my brain like that felt so good <laughs> just buttered my brain <laughs> yeah so that that does make a difference you know like i'm a first decan taurus which is so that that the sign that the decan is like belonging to is always going to be the first decan and then second and third are going to be just like the other two signs within that element. So first decan Taurus. So it's just like just extra Taurus, just mm-hmm. very Taurin. I feel like you're such a true Taurus. Yeah. And it's at eight degrees and eight degrees is like a critical degree for fixed signs and Taurus is a fixed sign. So it's like, that is so cool. I have like literally no other earth in my chart at all. Like none of it, but I got a strong, you got, for a, real. a strong Taurus sun. Oh yeah. Holding it down. Them hooves in the ground. Yeah. Them, them big old hooves. <laughs> I really wanted to make a sound of like, blowing nose up yeah it's like more horse i knew trying it i was like it's gonna sound like a fucking horse i like a mule i'm so good at animal sounds because of the kids i nanny cute (laughs) um do you want to go over your chart a little bit more god do you want to yeah no i'm happy to it's just like damn it's it's calling yourself out (laughs) yeah i think i think i think my chart is chaotic i feel like your chart is probably less chaotic well <laughs> as, 
<laughs> as you scoff. Uh, okay, so, you know, let's start with the heavy hitters. Okay, okay Taurus Sun, 11,000. I'm using, um, I'm like not using whole sign houses. I don't know if that means anything to any of you out there. Um, but I got my Sun in the 11th house. I got my Venus in the 11th house. I got my Mercury in the 11th house. Aries has both my Venus and my Mercury. Rip. <laughs> I don't see a single like uh, Venus placement bashing video that doesn't have Aries <laughs> Venus like right there at the top. I know. Okay. I think that Aries slander is really misguided. Yeah. They're misunderstood. 100%. They're like the kid in class who is just like always picked on by the teacher and you're like, in this third week of school, you're just like, can you cut them some slack? Like they're trying yeah. their best. Maybe you're not a good teacher. Like, yeah. I mean, they are being a little shit, but you should have like a little, you you're know. like an adult and yeah. you're a teacher. Like yeah. be better. Like, yeah, totally. I feel like be better. that's how I feel about Aries. I feel so bad whenever Aries gets painted into that corner of just like angry. Yeah. It's more just like, go you know whatever go means yeah in that moment like that's aries uh yeah but uh my venus my aries venus it is you know i'm always the instigator i'm always just like i will literally like be in a room and i will see someone from across the bar or like they're like the dj or uh -huh. something and i'm just like whoa like what is their deal like what if i was supposed to go to this party just to like that's also my pisces fucking mood. i was about to say that's yeah. very whimsical just to just to meet them uh -huh. and it's like we literally don't have a conversation you know well that's not even true i will go talk to them but it won't like mm -hmm. it won't even do anything like you create scenarios in your head no i like create scenarios uh, -huh. uh in general uh -huh. like i'll exchange a number i'll do whatever and then we'll chat for like a half a second and then i'm like over it and you think that has to do with your aries yeah aries are very start quick to start something but also quick to stop it because they have no stamina you know oh yeah Ari like aries is a cardinal sign so it gets it going mm -hmm. and then that's why like you got some a fixed sign after a cardinal sign they have to like keep it going okay slow and steady i mean not always slow but steady mm -hmm. so i don't have a lot of stamina with that which is like does that bother you no okay not really when I get like really emotionally invested in people, like I do, like, and I get emotionally invested in people like really quickly. Um, but yeah, I, I, th I don't think there's really a lot wrong with just being like, okay, well that wasn't for me. Yeah. You know? That's also a Gemini rising thing. Yeah. Or a Gemini thing in general. Just changing your mind. Changing your mind. I mean, I feel like the way that Sagittarius are said to be flighty Gemini's are similar. Oh yeah, same with Pisces too. Same All of those mutable signs. Well, except for, you know, Virgo. <laughs> mutable Earth is like yeah. interesting. I think of mutable Earth like I think of Virgo as like a sandbox. You know what I mean or Tell something. Me. It's like Earth. You know, it's still uh -huh. there, but it is like shifting. It's adaptable, but it's like oh, we are yeah. still like sand. Like that's that is such like, a good analogy. Is it? I think so. We'll see. <laughs> I think it's play it really back and be like, that was fucking gibberish a sandbox. I love that. Yeah. I, I really dig Virgos. I love having a Virgo oh. boss. That's my favorite thing in the entire world. Yeah. 
you're probably the only person in the entire world to say that's not true. I also like having a Virgo boss Uh because they can communicate. They just like say what they want. They want it done a certain way, but like they'll give you the instructions. I would much rather know what somebody wants and then do it. And they're like, great. That's what I asked for. And then being like, this sort of thing they'll and give, then you do it wrong and they're like oh no 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 yeah. it's like well how was i supposed to know they'll give you clear expectations i love that yeah love it love to see i it. love guy i love structure i love guidance yeah i'm arms and legs i can do it yeah you know what the fucked up thing though is about my aries venus is that i have a freaking pisces mars sad oh my god sad it makes you sad or is that just a sad part of your chart sad mars (laughs) mars needs action pisces is i'm just a floppy little fish what's what's a fish like me to do yeah what's a fish like me to do i have no energy it's conjunct my moon too so it's all just like "Mm, i'm just a fish (laughs) i got one fish up one fish down big mouth billy bass (laughs) <laughs> big mouth Billy Bass broke the big mouth Billy Bass. Remember those? I do. Well, what up? What what else do you want to discuss in your chart? What what what's your? Do we ask? Do we talk about your messiest part of your chart? Oh God! Ah, oh, that Pisces moon. It gets me in trouble. It's messy. It's not good. Yeah. It's ish. It's ish. You don't like it. Yeah. Well. <sighs> Pi- the two fish of Pisces are like one speaks in riddles and the other just speaks in lies. Like it's <gasps> ridiculous. I don't like that. It's so true. <sighs> oh, it's so true. It's so funny. I had another Pisces friend say that to me recently and I've literally mentioned it every day. It's so true. <laughs> it's like sometimes like it's deranged. It's delusional. I'm telling you, I have to literally be like, which, which fish is this yeah. bitch? Like, is this a riddle or is it a lie? Which fish bitch? <laughs> which fish? <laughs> I wish that Miley Cyrus song was "Which Fish Bitch." Which fish bitch? Is that how that song goes? Is it a ska? Oh no, Swish Switch. That's Katy Perry. Oh, oh, I fucked that up. Another one in the basket. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, that's what she does. Cool. I I knew that was a song. Uh-huh. I was equating it to like Miley Cyrus's, like you know, oh that twenty three song that she did. The ba- yeah, the basketball the one. Jordan one. Yeah. That's what I was. That was a dark time for Miley. <laughs> I don't like to think about it. Yeah. I mean, I saw Bangers tour. Yeah. I did. Well, I mean, that was a good album, but I didn't like that song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Miley Cyrus. We'll bring her up on Celestial Celesbian sometime. Yeah, we'll have her on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Our girl Miley just coming yeah. through talking about what it's like to be a, a Sagittarius. Yeah. She's a Sag. She is. She's a, just, She's a Scorpio just, moon. Holy smokes. Yeah. I love that. Oh, yeah. Very hot. Very, 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 very hot. Very intense, but I like intense. Every time, like, yeah, that that makes sense. She's, every time I see a clip of her, even when she's being mean to Joe Rogan, it is flirtatious. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll have to talk about her sometime. Yeah. Um, Do we want to discuss any, any more parts of your, about your, oh, we, What's your least favorite, your favorite, and your fruitiest placement in your chart? Well, we talked about least favorite and favorite. Fruitiest. Yeah, tell me about your fruitiest. That's a Pisces Mars, baby. (laughs) That's gay. That's gay. That's gay. You want to know what's gay? Tell me me the the gayest part of that placement, though. All of it. The whole thing. That's gay. I don't even know why. It's Mm -hmm. just like, I just know in my heart, a Pisces Mars, like, (laughs) you you fruity. (laughs) 
You're so gay. You're fruity. You are pride target section gay. <laughs> yeah. Queers, we have no stamina, you know? Just cut. We're just some fish. <laughs> we're just going to sign this lease. We've known each other two weeks. We're just going to sign this lease. Let's see where it goes. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's definitely my fruitiest placement. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Do you think it's our Gemini risings that like have brought us together to do this podcast? Because I do. I think it's also just like gay longing was the original <laughs> the original sin. Yes. Yeah, I do think so. What is your fruitiest placement? Probably my Libra moon. Yeah. I think that's pretty gay. It is pretty gay. <laughs> It's pretty. I think Libra placements in general are gay. Mm-hmm. Like Libras out there, like mm-hmm. if you're not already like queer, you know, start digging deeper. You're so flirtatious. Yeah. Even if like, even if you're not like into the person, you like want them to like you. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You always gotta. Whenever you're dating, you always have to ask yourself that question: like, do I really like them, or do I just want them to like me? Yeah. And that's a gay thought process. Yes. To be liked, to be accepted, to be loved, to be a part of something, to be understood. I love that. It's pretty gay. <laughs> it's pretty gay. Pretty gay. Pretty gay. I love that. I love that. Well, I think that's all we have for you today. We, next, We talked about everything we wanted to. Yeah. Next week we'll be uh, talking about Cara. Cara Delevingne. If you have any insight on how her name is pronounced, please let us know. Yeah, please <laughs> send us like a phonetic, yeah. you know. I would love that. I would love that. Well, my name is Brooke. My name is Brittany. And this was Gemadike Rising. Rising.